Welcome back to the Bible Podcast, covering the reading from January 18th, Genesis chapters 45 through 47. We're blessed to have this time together. Let's go ahead and begin. Genesis chapter 45. Joseph could stand it no longer. There were many people in the room, and he said to his attendants, Out, all of you. So he was alone with his brothers when he told them who he was. Then he broke down and wept. He wept so loudly the Egyptians could hear him, and word of it quickly carried into Pharaoh's palace. I am Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Please come closer, he said to them. So they came closer. And he said again, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. This famine that has ravaged the land for two years will last five more years, and there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you, and he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh the manager of his entire palace, and the governor of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and tell him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt, so come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen, where you can be near me with all your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and everything you own. I will take care of you there, for there are still five years of famine ahead of us, Otherwise you, your household, and all your animals will starve. Then Joseph added, Look, you can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that I really am Joseph. Go tell my father of my honored position here in Egypt. Describe for him everything you have seen, and then bring my father here quickly. Weeping with joy, he embraced Benjamin, and Benjamin did the same. Then Joseph kissed each of his brothers and wept over them. And after that, They began talking freely with him. The news soon reached Pharaoh's palace. Joseph's brothers have arrived. Pharaoh and his officials were all delighted to hear this. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, this is what you must do. Load your pack animals and hurry back to the land of Canaan. Then get your father and all your families and return here to me. I will give you the very best land in Egypt, and you will eat from the best that the land produces. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, take wagons from the land of Egypt to carry your little children and your wives, and bring your father here. Don't worry about your personal belongings, for all the best of the land of Egypt is yours. So the sons of Jacob did as they were told. Joseph provided them with wagons, as Pharaoh had commanded, and he gave them supplies for the journey, and he gave each of them new clothes. But to Benjamin, he gave five changes of clothes, and three hundred pieces of silver. He also sent his father ten male donkeys loaded with the finest products of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and other supplies he would need on his journey. So Joseph sent his brothers off, and as they left, he called after them, Don't quarrel about this along the way. And they left Egypt and returned to their father, Jacob, in the land of Canaan. Joseph is still alive, they told him, and he is the governor of all the land of Egypt. 
Jacob was stunned at the news. He couldn't believe it. But when they repeated to Jacob everything Joseph had told them, and when he saw the wagons Joseph had sent to carry him, their father's spirits revived. Then Jacob exclaimed, It must be true. My son Joseph is alive. I must go and see him before I die. Chapter 46 So Jacob set out for Egypt with all his possessions, and when he came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. During the night, God spoke to him in a vision. Jacob, Jacob, he called. Here I am, Jacob replied. I am God, the God of your father, the voice said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make your family into a great nation. I will go with you down to Egypt, and I will bring you back again. You will die in Egypt, but Joseph will be with you to close your eyes. So Jacob left Beersheba, and his sons took him to Egypt. They carried him and their little ones and their wives in the wagons Pharaoh had provided for them. They also took all their livestock and all the personal belongings they had acquired in the land of Canaan. So Jacob and his entire family went to Egypt. Sons and grandsons, daughters and granddaughters, all of his descendants. These are the names of the descendants of Israel, the sons of Jacob, who went to Egypt. Reuben was Jacob's oldest son. The sons of Reuben were Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zoar, and Shal. Shal's mother was a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The sons of Judah were Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. Though Ur and Onan had died in the land of Canaan, the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. The sons of Issachar were Tola, Pua, Jashub, and Shimron. The sons of Zebulun were Sered, Elon, and Jaleel. These were the sons of Leah and Jacob who were born in Padan Aram, in addition to their daughter Dinah. The number of Jacob's descendants, male and female, through Leah was 33. The sons of Gad were Zephon, Hagi, Shuni, Esbon, Eri, Arodi, and Areli. The sons of Asher were Imnah, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bariah. Their sister was Sarah. Bariah's sons were Heber and Malkiel. These were the sons of Zilpah, the servant given to Leah by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants through Zilpah was 16. The sons of Jacob's wife Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. Joseph's sons, born in the land of Egypt, were Manasseh and Ephraim. Their mother was Azanath, daughter of Potipharah, the priest of On. Benjamin's sons were Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Muppam, Huppam, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel and Jacob. The number of Jacob's descendants through Rachel was 14. The son of Dan was Hushim. The sons of Naphtali were Jazeel, Guni, Jezer, and Shelem. These were the sons of Bilah, the servant given to Rachel by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants through Bilah was seven. The total number of Jacob's direct descendants who went with him to Egypt, not counting his sons' wives, was sixty-six. In addition, Joseph had two sons who were born in Egypt, so altogether, there were 70 members of Jacob's family in the land of Egypt. 
As they neared their destination, Jacob sent Judah ahead to meet Joseph and get directions to the region of Goshen. And when they finally arrived there, Joseph prepared his chariot and traveled to Goshen to meet his father Jacob. When Joseph arrived, he embraced his father and wept, holding him for a long time. Finally, Jacob said to Joseph, Now I am ready to die, since I have seen your face again and know you are still alive. And Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's entire family, I will go to my Pharaoh and tell him, My brothers and my father's entire family have come to me from the land of Canaan. These men are shepherds and they raise livestock. They have brought with them their flocks and herds and everything they own. Then he said, When Pharaoh calls for you and asks you about your occupation, you must tell him, We, your servants, have raised livestock all our lives, as our ancestors have always done. When you tell him this, he will let you live here in the region of Goshen, for the Egyptians despise shepherds. 47. Then Joseph went to see Pharaoh and told him, My father and my brothers have arrived from the land of Canaan. They have come with all their flocks and herds and possessions, and they are now in the region of Goshen. Joseph took five of his brothers with him and presented them to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh asked the brothers, What is your occupation? They replied, We, your servants, are shepherds, just like our ancestors. We have come to live here in Egypt for a while, for there is no pasture for our flocks in Canaan. The famine is very severe there, so please, we request permission to live in the region of Goshen. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Now that your father and brothers have joined you here, choose any place in the entire land of Egypt for them to live. Give them the best land of Egypt. Let them live in the region of Goshen. And if any of them have special skills, put them in charge of my livestock too. Then Joseph brought in his father Jacob and presented him to Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. How old are you? Pharaoh asked him. Jacob replied, I have traveled this earth for 130 hard years, but my life has been short compared to the lives of my ancestors. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh again before leaving his court. So Joseph assigned the best land of Egypt, the region of Ramses, to his father and his brothers, and he settled them there, just as Pharaoh has commanded. And Joseph provided food for his father and his brothers in amounts appropriate to the number of their dependents, including the smallest children. Meanwhile, the famine became so severe that all the food was used up, and people were starving throughout the lands of Egypt and Canaan. By selling grain to the people, Joseph eventually collected all the money in Egypt and Canaan, and he put the money in Pharaoh's treasury. When the people of Egypt and Canaan ran out of money, all the Egyptians came to Joseph. Our money is gone, they cried, but please give us food, or we will die before your very eyes. Joseph replied, since your money is gone, bring me your livestock. I will give you food in exchange for your livestock. So they brought their livestock to Joseph in exchange for food. In exchange for their horses, flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle and donkeys, Joseph provided them with food for another year. But that year ended, and the next year they came again and said, We cannot hide the truth from you, my lord. Our money is gone, and all our livestock and cattle are yours. We have nothing left to give you but our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your very eyes? Buy us and our land in exchange for food. We offer our land and ourselves as slaves for Pharaoh. Just give us grain so we may live and not die, and so the land does not become empty and desolate. 
So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, and the Egyptians sold him their fields because the famine was so severe. And soon all the land belonged to Pharaoh. As for the people, he made them all slaves from one end of Egypt to the other. The only land he did not buy was the land belonging to the priests. They received an allotment of food directly from Pharaoh, so they did not need to sell their land. Then Joseph said to the people, Look, today I have bought you and your land for Pharaoh. I will provide you with seed so you can plant the fields. Then when you harvest it, one-fifth of your crop will belong to Pharaoh. You may keep the remaining four-fifths as seed for your fields and as food for you your households, and your little ones. You have saved our lives, they exclaimed. May it please you, my Lord, to let us be Pharaoh's servants. Joseph then issued a decree still in effect in the land of Egypt, that Pharaoh should receive one-fifth of all the crops grown on his land. Only the land belonging to the priests was not given to Pharaoh. Meanwhile, the people of Israel settled in the region of Goshen in Egypt, There they acquired property and they were fruitful, and their population grew rapidly. Jacob lived for 17 years after his arrival in Egypt, so he lived 147 years in all. As the time of his death drew near, Jacob called for his son Joseph and said to him, Please do me this favor. Put your hand under my thigh and swear that you will treat me with unfailing love by honoring this last request. Do not bury me in Egypt. When I die, please take my body out of Egypt and bury me with my ancestors. So Joseph promised, I will do as you asked. Swear that you will do it, Jacob insisted. So Joseph gave his oath, and Jacob bowed humbly at the head of his bed. Wow, what an amazing end to an incredible chapter. Rather than recriminations against his brutal brothers, Joseph chose to forgive and restore relationships. This was hard for the guilt-ridden brothers to understand, but spoke volumes about the great character of Joseph. Anyone can hold a grudge and refuse to forgive. It takes a truly great person to put the past behind him and move forward in love and understanding. While we cannot change the past, we can change how we feel about it. Joseph chose to see the fingerprints of God all over his life, rather than blame his brutal brothers for the years of hardship he suffered. Looking deeper into these three chapters, um, a life watered by the tears of tragedy often becomes the most fertile soil for great growth. Joseph could identify with the suffering because he had suffered so much. God never wastes energy or events in his children's lives. All things work together for good. Joseph knew how to deal with the poor and powerless since he had been there. We can see the sorrow or seek the solution. The choice is ours. Joseph chose to see the fingerprints of God all over his life rather than complain about what had happened to him. For those who are faithful, God will always feed them through the famine. Jacob's family was preserved because of the patriarch's trust in God's protection and provision. In spite of the bumps and heartbreaks of life, God will bring his own to an expected end. Joseph's life turned out as God had planned. The devil could not destroy him. Let's pray. May I, O Lord, understand that even the hard time I am now going through 
is preparation for tomorrow. May God bless you and your family and keep you, and we'll meet again in chapter 48.